Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to another edition, another episode of 15 Good Minutes. It's your guy, Coach B. Uh, looks like I'm, I'm I'm rocking solo today, but I can do that. Um, we uh, we're taping on a on a day that we don't normally tape on, and we did schedule this time, but I don't see either one of my guys in the lobby, so my guess is they assume it's a different time. But uh, you know, as 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 they say, the show must go on. This is an is an exciting uh, weekend. This weekend in uh, pro football is the wild card weekend, right? So all the shaking and baking that it took for some teams to flush out, and some didn't find out just until the, the last the last game they played, whether they be in or not. So. We're going to focus today on the wild card games. There are six of them coming up this weekend. We're going to dive in, give you a couple thoughts on it, and uh, we're going to be out. So the six games are we've got Cleveland uh, playing against the Texans. We've got Miami Dolphins playing against the Chiefs. Uh, we've got Pittsburgh Steelers against Buffalo Bills. Green Bay Packers against the Dallas Cowboys. The LA Rams against the Detroit Lions. And... Philadelphia Eagles against the Tampa Bay Bucks. So let's uh, let's take a look at the the two Saturday games first. Um, Cleveland against the Texans, uh, I think, is going to be a very interesting game. Is there a better story right now in NFL, you know, than than Joe Flacco? I, I'll be honest. I don't know what Joe was doing before he got the call. All the preseason stuff, you know, um, about Cleveland getting their quarterback right. Um, and then injuries, you know, they happen in, in the league, but alpha one pretty much thought that, uh, when, when Joe came in serviceable at, at best. And, uh, I've only seen a few highlights since he's been back, but you know, the former Super Bowl quarterback is out there slinging it. So, um, on the flip side of that coin, um, I kind of like what I'm seeing with, with CJ Stroud and, uh, and, and the Texans. I didn't get to see a lot of them. I will say for the record that if you go all the way back to our preseason picks, I think it was JR who actually said his surprise team this year would be the Texans. And you, you got to give that to JR right now because they are playing very, very well. Um, CJ's got him hustling. Um, he's not uh he's not making mistakes, but he's doing more than just managing. You know, um, he's out there, he seems to have the command of the team. Second game on Saturday has Miami traveling to Kansas City. Now, Miami would have been hosting a game at some point this weekend, maybe not Saturday, but it would have been this weekend against Buffalo had they hung on and won the last game of the season, which was this past Sunday night. Uh, they were hosting Buffalo, and quite honestly, Buffalo made a ton of turnovers and really you know, really weren't doing that well until they had a special teams play that turned it around for them. They got the dub. So now, now Buffalo gets to host a game. And Miami's the one that has to go on the road. Um, Miami and Kansas City, to me, would be interesting because um, they just, to me, uh, underperform. And what I mean by that, I'll tell you in different ways. Um, maybe the collective expectation for Kansas City is that, you know, they're always going to be this perennial powerhouse. They're not. A lot of teams showed how easy they are to beat. Um I saw Mahomes, you know, uh, lose his composure a couple times. You know, uh, things aren't coming as easily for Kansas City. I still think they're a very good football team. Miami caught my attention early on. They're out there getting it. You know, um, they're playing well. They got a they got a good thing going. They were featured on um, 
HBO's Hard Knocks this season. Uh, I like their coach as well. But then it seems like some games that I felt not necessarily were going to be easy, but games they should win, they struggled with. Again, uh, Buffalo did everything in their power to give that game to Miami on Sunday, and Miami found a way to lose that. Um, so that's going to be an interesting game. Um, I guess I should call these as I'm going. I'm going to give that one to the Chiefs at home. Uh, going back to to Cleveland and the Tex Cleveland and the, um, the Houston Texans, um, I'm I'm going to give that one to to, to Cleveland. I'm going to give that to the road team. Why not? We're doing winners. I don't have I don't have a crew here today. They, what what they going to say? Right. Moving on to Sunday, Pittsburgh Steelers um, at at Buffalo. A couple of quick points here. You know, it's I found it interesting in the last week or so the number of. Um, Media folks and others who were kind of alluding to the fact, you know, that uh, Pittsburgh should sever its relationship with Mike Tomlin. On the one hand, you know, he has not had a losing season. On the other hand, he won one Super Bowl, and apparently that was, I guess, close to the time that you know, right after Bill Cowher left, whatever. That happens. That's the nature of sports. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. I think the players like him. I think his organization likes him. I've I've talked about this on this platform before. I am a little concerned about the whole win now mentality is if we're now of a mindset that everybody can win everything right now. Having a conversation, you know, with Freddie about this the other day about how, you know, on the basketball front, Golden State is not what Golden State used to be. You know, get over it. They can't be that team all the time. Well, Pittsburgh to me hasn't been quite the same since Big Ben retired. I think they held on to him a little too long and could have been cultivating a, a quarterback, which was you know part of their challenge. But at the end of the day, the end of the day, Mike Tomlin has his guys ready to play. They're, they're, they got a road game. They're playing in Buffalo. Talk about Buffalo for a second. Any other year, I would have been saying, this is going to easily be Buffalo's game. I don't say that anymore because this is a team who also underperformed. And I'm saying it as a team, but realistically, what I'm really talking about is Josh Allen. I feel that he's pressing. I feel that he's trying too hard uh the things that he's doing he made he makes more turnovers than anybody on offense number one number two they don't have a productive running game in my opinion he's their leading rusher so scheming against him is not that hard bringing him down is he's a big guy i get that um but i just don't know is 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 he going to show up and and try to do too much which if they get down you can count on a couple of picks maybe a fumble or not so to me uh, I do believe Buffalo is the favorite. I'll give them the nod. But if we come back this time next week and we're talking about how the Pittsburgh Steelers won, I don't want any of you folks to be surprised because that can definitely happen. The other game on Sunday, Green Bay goes to Dallas. And everybody's talking about how Dallas is one team at home, another team on the road. Fair enough. I'm going to do my level best to not be a Cowboys hater here. Um, nah, I got to be. I, I just I just don't like them. You know, it's not, nothing personal. Uh, they should win the game. However, uh, I'll be pulling for Green Bay. Um, I haven't seen enough of Green Bay to give you guys uh, a real, you know, serious breakdown. That's something I would have gotten from from Freddie. Um, but Green Bay's on the road. They're in the playoffs. They have a shot. It's anybody's, it's anybody's game. But realistically, Dallas should win that game. Moving on. Um, this is my most interesting wild card playoff game of this weekend. You've got the, the L.A. Rams going to uh, play in Detroit against the Lions. Um, interesting to me because you have Jared Goff, you know, coming back 
uh, to Detroit since 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 he was traded. And oh, by the way, um, Matt Stafford was the guy that he was traded for, and Matt is now on Rams. So you have that whole dynamic working. Um, I talked about how Jr. had picked the Texans as his surprise team. Uh, my not surprising team in that same episode um, is Detroit. I like them. I like the way they play. Uh, I like their coach. Um, I, I do like um, McVay, um, but I just I don't I don't think the Rams have what it take. Uh, I'm giving this one to to Detroit. So Monday, last game of the week is going to be on Monday night. Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa. Yet another team that has taken a nosedive. Philadelphia started the year off so hot. Now not so much. I think. I haven't looked it up. I think they've lost five of their last six. In any event, they're not the Philadelphia team that they were. I don't know if Hurts is hurt. Um, going to be a very interesting game. I do believe Philadelphia should win. And let let's 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 give a tip of the cap to 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 Baker Mayfield. You know, I'm not a big Baker fan and you've known this if you listen to this show for any length of time, but I think what he's done um you know, after being released, what he's done uh, in Tampa this year um to me deserves a round of applause. Now, somebody in somebody in the NFC South has to win. We talked about this early on the show. I think it's it's probably the worst um, division in football, um, but that, you know, somebody's got to win it. You know, we said the same thing a year ago. We were talking about Jacksonville, something in some of these divisions, it's just not good play all around. I think this is one of them. I'm going to pick Philadelphia, uh, for this particular game. And, uh, uh, if, if Philadelphia loses, I think it will be a testament to how the, uh, how the season came, came about for those guys. But, um, Right now, Philly should win that. So in a recap, let's do this one more time real quick. Uh, Saturday, Browns at the Texans. Uh, I was going with Cleveland on that one. Dolphins at the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs on that one. Steelers at the Bills. I'm going with the Bills on that one. Packers at the Cowboys. Going with the Cowboys on that one. But I'm pulling for Green Bay. Let's remember that. Uh, Rams at the Lions. I'm going with the Lions on that. And then on Monday night, um, Eagles at the Buccaneers. I'm going with the Eagles. And that is Wild Card Weekend. A couple of quick notes um, before before we roll out. Um, congratulations to, to Coach Nick Saban, who announced his retirement this week. Um, you know, he, he he's a lot of things, but I admired him. I admired his stick to itness, uh, like the way that he, he, uh, he ran his organization, the way he coached his guys. I think he was good for college football. And it does my heart good to see a guy go out on his own terms, still at the top of his game, I think Nick is 70 or 71, but uh, um, congratulations to him and the number of championships that he's won uh, over, over, over the years. And let's give a um, championship, uh, championship. Let's give a shout out and a congratulations uh, to the Michigan Wolverines who uh, won, won the championship game on Monday night from start to finish. I don't think Washington was ever in it. We talked about the key to game. Uh, mine was uh, who could control that line of scrimmage. And the Washington O-line was no match uh, for the Michigan D-line. They were all in Penix's grill. They had him moving. They had him uncomfortable. They had him doing things that he didn't have to do all year long. And I think it showed in the team's play. Congrats to Washington on getting there still. But uh, you got to tip your cap to Harbaugh and uh, the Michigan Wolverines for doing a great job this season. 
So that's all we got this week. Uh, again, was rocking it solo. I hope I did okay for you guys. Uh, we'll go, come back next week, and then we'll start getting into the divisional round of the NFL and maybe a couple of other things. Oh, one more congratulations real quick. Um, Miami, Miami Heat giving the $120 million extension to Eric Spolster. I think that was a – that's just a great move. Um, the timing of it too, you know, Spo was going through a pretty public and messy divorce. I like the fact that um, once the divorce got final – Miami gave him the $120 million. That was that was a pretty smart move from the from the legal folks um with the Heat. But it says a lot about Spo because he's been around. He started off as a video coordinator, worked his way up, um, got a couple championships. And this is Miami's way of saying, you know, we want to rock with you for quite a while. So that's my last congratulations, Eric Spolstra of the Miami Heat. You guys be good. Enjoy some NFL wildcard playoff football this weekend. We'll see you next week.